don't know where I'm going from here, but I know it won't be boring. I'm Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is episode 43 of Tracks. Brighton's premier music podcast. How slick was that? That was quite radio. Very radio. We've gone radio this week, listeners. Let's put on our radio voices. You'll be very excited to hear. <laughs> um, so you listeners might have noticed that we've uh, started a new little thing this year, which is uh, opening each episode with a song lyric or a quote from a musician we love. And uh, most of the time, it's going to be a nice little quiz for you to see if you can spot who we've done. But this week, we're going to uh, just mention it and salute it because... We're recording a year on, pretty much, to the day since David Bowie died. Um, and this episode isn't going to be about Bowie, sadly. Um, it's about someone way more important. <laughs> um, but we do want to salute the genius, the legend, the icon, the hero. That is Big Dave. So, we're saluting. Air salutes. So many salutes. Yeah. Um, we're just going to get straight into it. We will. So thank you so much for joining us. I've got to be a bit blocked on road, apparently. <laughs> Suddenly, since we start recording. So that's going to be fun for you. On the flip side. Shall Suddenly, we begin? I didn't hear the change. Let's begin now. So Harry. Harrow. Harold. Harrow. Harrow. It's never been said before. Is that a place? Harrow is a place, isn't it? No, like, um... Barrow. Arrow, is it? (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) This is a geography podcast. (laughs) Um, So, Harry. Harrow. Barrow. (laughs) Will Barrow. Yeah. It's been another week since we recorded. Yeah. We've been listening to music. We have. What was the best bit of all that? Have you got a musical highlight of the week is the point I'm I trying thought, to get across. I thought you were trying to get to that, actually. Yeah. Um, I do have one. Um, I have stuck to my word about trying to listen to bands, more bands. It's only been a week, so it may change. That's good. But I found a little band called Night Moves. Night Moves? Yeah, they're playing in Brighton uh, next Tuesday. Okay. Where? I believe it's the Hope. The Hope? Seven pounds. Seven pounds at the Hope? Yeah. You coming? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's be honest, of course I am. Um, so, I saw them on a, I think, Facebook feed, and I thought it was Night Beats, who is a band that we saw at Glastonbury, and my brother introduced me to them. Yeah, he supported them once, upon a time. Was it? Oh yeah, I think... It was. That's why I knew them, so I went to go and see them, I think. Let's have a drink about it. Let's have a drink about it. That's the one. Um, so I looked, I looked them up trying to see if it was the same same guys or not. And and it wasn't. It was a different band. Very similar name. Night Beats. Night Moves. I'd almost forgotten it again. <laughs> um, so they had an album out, actually, last year. Pennied Days. Okay. Pennied Days. Yeah. I never heard of it. I quite like that name. Penny Days, yeah. It's nice. Hmm. But the reason why I found them is because of a EP that they brought out this year titled Carl Sagan. Yeah. And, and this is where it all gets a little bit bizarre because yeah. I had I'd never heard of this band um, ever before in my life until I think Monday your brother Jack sent me 
a link to said EP. Yeah. And whether maybe you both saw it in the same place, but it just feels weird. Facebook, that, think, yeah. Then you turned up today and were like, I found this band and I like them. It's like, yeah. what? The other Williams has already told yeah. me about them. So the, the song Carl Sagan was actually on the album Penny Days. Some of you may know Carl Sagan, famous scientist, famous astrologer, I believe. If you know the pale blue dot, very famous. Just search it on YouTube. It's the the furthest away photo of the Earth ever, right? Yeah. And he has this kind of little monologue slash poem kind of thing about Earth okay. and how kind of ins- insignificant we are or how believing that you are significant because you're this tiny little thing on this little planet that there's no other one out there. Yeah. How lucky we are. But we're not a we space are. podcast. We're very lucky. Although, I need bigging up, uh, Carl. Yeah. I don't need people telling me I was insignificant. Cheers, mate. No, but he did it in a beautiful way where he said that you are significant Uh-oh. because of the fact. Anyway. <laughs> think... I, I don't know really what they're like. I, I started listening to the OCs after this because I thought there was a similarity there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very kind of washed out... Um, Beachy, beachy DIY kind of guitar sound, but yeah. they, the, I've listened to the top three mainly on repeat. You've got uh, Coloured Emotions, which is from the previous album, and Border on Border. They're all very much of the same vein. They're, they remind me of all of those kind of psychedelic guitar bands that use a lot of reverb. And as much as I've said that I want to try and listen to these kind of bands I'm definitely not forcing myself like this stuff as soon as I listen to it I really love it and these three songs I've played on repeat today it's actually a little bit annoying probably for anyone around me but I've played them on repeat constantly I think it's a good sign yeah maybe 12 times each wow yeah I was doing a lot of room cleaning and and getting some like this pitch ready for a meeting I had today and I um, I just listened to this throughout nice yeah. So, Carl Sagan, The Night Moves. Mm-hmm. They're touring at the moment. Yeah. Go and search out if they're playing anywhere near you. You'd um, think if they bothered... Because <clears throat> they're not English, are they? No. I've, I've just made up that they're not English, but I was going to say, if you think, you'd think if they bothered to come to England, they must be on a bit of a tour. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I just saw here they're playing in uh, Cairo uh, in London. Mm. No, hang on. O- O'Meara in London. Do you know what that is? No. no. I'm shaking my head, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Search it out. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to play it. Carl Sagan, Night Moves. Lovely. the kind of weird little sort of circusy kind of thing that it does at the very beginning mm. certainly reminds me of a circus anyway um, the there's a kind of I know what you mean about sort of a the beachy wavy, sort of yeah, wavy yeah, yeah. kind of it sort of washes along I like that 
I like the kind of slightly passion pit vocal. Mm. Um, it's really good instrumentation, actually. Yeah. Like, it's it's like um, when you hear... There's plenty of bands that try and do the same thing, and it doesn't sound, like, well-produced. But it sounds like they're... It sounds good, but uh, this sounds like it's it's had the touch of somebody who's really good at getting the best out of that sound instead yep. of just trying to recreate it in some way. Sure. So I, I think they're really, really good. Yeah. There's I'm, someone I'm going to be looking I'm at. I'm intrigued. I'm excited to see more. And yeah, if they're in Brighton next Tuesday, we'll go and see them. And maybe we'll report back to you, listeners. Yeah. We'll let you know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly on social media we will, so follow <laughs> us. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash trackshow. Boom. So, moving on to you, Tim. So, unlike you, mm-hmm. actually, uh, I've, I've stuck to my resolutions a little bit, but what were mine? Uh, hype more Brighton bands, yeah. listen to more hip-hop. Old school hip-hop, wasn't it? Yeah, and stand up for what I believe in. Was that the th- yeah, I guess it was. It sort of was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I never actually questioned that third <laughs> one of yours. Musical ha- musical resolution, stand up for what I believe in. <laughs> Defeat Trump, <laughs> was it? Yeah. Um, well, I'm wearing a very political jumper right now, so... But anyway, so the two really musical ones, uh, hype local acts and listen to hip-hop, I'm going to choose for my musical highlight of the week an American indie band. Lovely. Which is so unlike me, I can tell. Everyone's shocked, appalled. Uh, From what I hear as well, because let's pretend that I've actually heard what you're going to talk about and it's not a complete surprise to me. A little bit similar to my pick, in a way? Yeah, quite similar. Um, Again, kind of uh, that kind of lo-fi, kind of beachy, garagey kind of stuff. Um, So it's kind of, um, yeah, this kind of shimmering woozy dreamlike kind of indie pop it's kind of totally up my street I realise now I'm talking about it and I haven't even told you who it is yeah the acting question is J-SOM which is the kind of band name but from what I understand it's very much uh, the creative project of Melina Duterte I'd I try this because I'm usually very good at this yeah very good I don't know where's the name I know this. It's uh, Melina Duterte. Duterte. Yeah, I'm giving it an accent. (laughs) Duterte. Well, it's probably Duterte. Yeah. Duterte. Uh, Yeah, so, um, from my understanding, she's the big driving force behind this band. Um, Writes all the songs herself. Obviously, is the vocalist, plays lead guitar. Um, And she's really great. I watched a um, a few YouTube videos of them performing live. And I was really, really impressed. It, it is totally my thing. It's totally up my street. So there is a kind of predictability that I'm gonna fall for it. But I think this is a really good version of this kind of stuff. Um, there's an EP which is on Spotify. Um, just the two songs which you can find. I think that's from 2015. And then last year there was an album which was kind of got a bit of a limited release, but it's called Turn Into. Um, you can find a few of the songs on Bandcamp. I think a few of them are on SoundCloud as well, although maybe not particularly legal versions of them, so I don't know how. But I've um, I've legally downloaded it now, and I am really, really enjoying it. Uh, the song I'm going to play is the last song on the album, but also the title track. It's called right. Turn Into. And yeah, I think um, 
for people who like that kind of, you know, laid back, a little bit psychedelic, a little bit indie. Um, Marco. Uh, yeah, quite... Quite similar Can you to imagine Matt her playing, supporting Matt DeMarco? 100%. Right. Um, there was another band, actually, that uh, I, was, I found and was listening to today called Girl Ray, um, who I was really enjoying right on my street again. Um, and I was like on their Twitter, scrolling through their pictures, and I came across Matt DeMarco in a Girl Ray t-shirt. Really? Which was... Uh, Did you slightly like him a bit more because of that? No, I slightly, I slightly liked him less. I think I closed the Twitter page. I hate you so much. <laughs> Let's play your track. Let's play J-Som, Turn Into. Some with uh, turn into. Yeah. Um, what did you think? My thoughts on this is that I very much enjoyed it. Hmm. Moving on, uh, no, I I really did like it. I was I kind of guessed about the Mad Marco thing, and then the the first kind of and it's just yeah. like yeah, totally like yeah, it's that vibe. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, uh, there's Nothing a with that vibe. There's a slightly, uh, and you know, I don't really know anything about guitars in terms of like I know what I like to listen to, but yeah. there's an almost kind of out of tune nature to the to the guitar in there to me. It doesn't sound quite on point, but I like that. It's slightly. Um, it's like when I off use kilter. I use my old uh, my old dad's. <laughs> I use my dad's old guitar sometimes. It's just like an electric guitar, which is like constantly out, like tuning out of itself. Yeah. And it was actually a guitar you bought from Woolworths. Nice. In the, like 60s. Shout um, out Woolworths. It's a lovely little guitar, but it sounds fucking shit. Yeah. But Jack really liked using it to kind of play chords on and create that kind of out of tune slightly vibe. And when yeah. you when you kind of add so much reverb into something, you lose the kind of bad sound of something like that. And yeah, that can work sometimes if it's done well. Um yeah, not much more I can say about it. No, but yeah, I, I like that uh, part of it. I think especially because, you know, like we say, there are a lot of acts that you can uh, compare that kind of music to. Mm. So, you know, sometimes something a bit like that, which it just feels a little bit off kilter and a little bit sort of out of the blue, it can set something apart a bit more than, you know, like Girl Ray. I'm not, I mean, Girl Ray were great. I was enjoying them a lot today, but I didn't pick them as my musical highlight because maybe there wasn't that just slight little thing that felt different and unique mm. and exciting um so yeah i really implore everyone to go and check jsam out lovely and i, I realize that um i say things weirdly so i'm going to spell som by the way j-a-y-s-o-m just to be clear jason 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 job lob bob, bob. <laughs> <laughs> right should we move on to the, the meat the meat I mean, this has been the top layer of the burger. <laughs> Let's get into the burger itself.
Lovely little Harry. Adorable little Harry. <laughs> Look at him, he's smiling, he's laughing away. Why are you so happy this week, Harry? Come on. I'm not massively happy listeners. about it. I'll tell you all. This week is the most special of all weeks of the year. It's more special than Christmas because it's Harry's birthday. Yes, it is. Do you want to disclose what age you're going to turn? I will. Well, we're going to have to because the whole episode is based around it. Yeah. Um, people wouldn't believe... Oh, yeah, they'll know the date. Yeah. <laughs> they'll do the maths. <laughs> it's a secret. Um, so, yeah, I'm 24 years old on Saturday. Unbelievable. Look how much we've achieved. And when you're only just turning 24. I know. To think we started this podcast. We actually started it when I was 22. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's a little bit of a, a cheat. Because we started it maybe... About three days <laughs> yeah. before your birthday. Um, but that's mad. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing it for two years now, officially. <laughs> it's, been, it's not even been a year yet, <laughs> somehow. Um, so, yes. Yeah, Sunday, actually. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm 24. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. It's weird. Um, I'm so excited. We're going out for Harry's birthday on Saturday. Yeah. All you listeners are welcome. Yeah, if you know where... Uh, whether the hype and ruinous in uh, Brighton come along. We're going to be mobbed. This is going to be <laughs> chaos. We should warn the bouncers. Um, but in honour of everyone's favourite little mate, Harry, <laughs> uh, we're going to do a whole episode of songs from the year of his birth. Which, as we alluded to, 1993. Yeah. A vintage year for music, it turns out. Yeah. I didn't know half the stuff I eventually picked was from this year I really thought um, I thought there'd be like maybe one or two songs that I would find and think oh that that's still good now um, yeah. or like it's become a classic uh, but I thought like to get three choices together on this subject I wasn't really sure I had like a short list of ten songs all of which I could have really happily put in absolutely this was a big year we had albums from like uh, Nirvana R.E.M., Radiohead, other great bands that I can't remember <laughs> right now, but loads, absolutely loads of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. So the song I'm going to go for first has a little bit of a story behind it. Ooh! It's not much of one, so don't get excited, and you know it. So, <laughs> a while ago, you heard a song on the radio. I did. And you said... Or you texted me, I think, oh my God, listen to this. I don't know what life is anymore. Yeah. Well, what is the point? And uh, it was the Lemonheads with Into Your Arms. Yeah. Had no idea this was a 1993 track. I'm glad it is, because I don't know when we ever would have talked about it, actually. <laughs> it's true. So explain to people the moment you heard this song and why it was, uh, why it meant something. At okay. time. Yeah. Okay, so for uh listeners who aren't necessarily from the UK, yeah. I should explain that at the moment there's this big trend in like T V adverts in England to do like slow acoustic versions of like really famous songs. It's kind of on every Christmas advert. Debenham's adverts and John Lewis, stuff. all of like like supermarkets yeah. and department stores and stuff like that and they pay big money to yeah. get these people to sing these covers and stuff yeah and it's it's non-stop and it's become like a bit of a cliche so this song I was just sat at work listening to the radio 
and this particular song came on and I thought someone was doing like one of those horrible Christmas covers of a Foles song. Yeah. Total Life Forever. Total Life Forever. And I thought at the first, this is uncanny. I yeah. mean, it's amazing how similar it is. And the more you listen to it, in fact, it didn't really take long. You're like, hang on a second. Yeah. But as soon as I, as soon as I realised it wasn't a cover of that, it was a different song. Yeah, it wasn't a cover. Then I thought, oh my God, Foles one's a cover. And then but I it's Googled. not even a cover, is it? It's like a, it's like a, almost a, a melody rip. Yeah. And then kind of maybe the occasional word and the kind of gist of it is the same. I feel like they must have had to get permission from the Lemonheads to put that song out. Something that I've been meaning to do that ha- and I haven't done yet is read the kind of writing credits for that yeah. song and see if there's anything there. Um, and I'll do that for, ne- for for some point. So yeah. But, but yeah, and then I messaged you like, did you know uh, Foles Total Life Forever is a cover? And we, both of our minds were just blown. It shook my world. Yeah. Because it's mental. You don't... It just it made me think, well, what else is fake? Yeah. What else have I got... What does anything mean? ...means something to me and actually no, it wasn't even them. Yeah. It tore things apart, mate. It did. Ruined. The fabric of society. Yeah. <laughs> but an old 1993, the song is old as me. Yeah. And... One of my favourite Foles songs. Been singing it all my, t- all my time. Been singing it since it came out. Yeah. Love it. I can... I don't want to say rip-off or stolen because it's yeah. hugely likely that there's been some kind of connection between the two bands. In fact, I'd say it was definite because you can't get away with that Yeah, that's shit. what I mean. They can't have released that without at no, least passing it on. Nobody will know. <laughs> <laughs> no one remembers the Lemonheads. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, my first pick is the Lemonheads with "Into Your Arms." Yeah. I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play both songs so people can hear. Okay. So you're gonna get around thirty seconds of each one. Lovely stuff. And you'll hear it. Oh God, you'll. Oh, hear it. you'll hear it. <laughs> Lovely. Lemonheads into your arms. start because I think uh, we were both a bit concerned that we might not have stories to go with some of these songs so I don't really have any for the others <laughs> <laughs> neither do I I've got one I've got one story it's okay that's enough for an episode right a story podcast fuck yeah. off right so on to your first so on the theme of not having stories I've just gone with what I think is the biggest most absolute banger that I found from 1993 right 
that stands up best and everyone knows like everyone everyone knows um and yeah that is the reason I've gone for this song I think the band name's funny and I'm gonna disclose that now okay it's Ace of Bass Ace of Bass yeah. Ace of Bass it's sort of a play on words but a play on words so that doesn't really work so you're saying I'm gonna know this you'll 100% know this is it the one that you showed me already no okay You'll know it, but maybe don't look at the screen because if you I'm think you to, don't know it, I can't read that far. Yeah. <laughs> and also, don't do. Well, don't even try. Don't strain your eyes. That's the last thing you need on your birthday. Don't be blind. Um, but I guarantee, I guarantee you know that. Right. You know this song. Um, yeah, it's huge, and it's um, it's been sampled in various different things. One of those kind of songs that uh, there's kind of three or four different versions of it that you now also know and probably like. Really. It's big. It's just, uh, it's just big. I can't. There's no other word for it. Maybe I'll play it and then we'll discuss it afterwards. Yeah. Just for the surprise. So here we go. This is Ace of Bass with a song. It's just one of those songs Definitely that's just—it's it. just out there in the public consciousness. Um, yeah. Whether I've heard that version of it or not, I'm not sure. I could see it while we were listening to that. Um, you were sort of recognising it a bit through the first verse, it's but not quite—not quite knowing yeah. where you knew it from. But you definitely knew it. And then when the chorus came in, yeah. boom! It's all that she wants. Because that's yeah—that's probably the thing that people have used in the yeah. past. Um, do you know, so I, when you first click play, I was sent to a place, okay? And this is where I was sent. This is what this song reminds me of, or, or where I, I think it should remind me of. Imagine three o'clock in the morning at a festival in a dance tent. Mm-hmm. When the kind of, yeah. what, three or four o'clock, when the sun is kind of, it's thinking about coming up. Yeah. But it isn't yet. And... um you're thinking you should probably go to bed soon. This is the kind of song that reminds me of that time. Maybe yeah. like a a um a silent disco. A silent disco, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely that vibe. I mean for me, it's a very similar vibe, but also slightly different in that um the Mashtun, one of our favourite haunts in Brighton. Yeah. When they have like a proper DJ night on like a Saturday, that is generally coming on. And one of my friends, Rhea, shout out Rhea, um she loves this song. And she'll like go mad for it. I think we might have danced on the table to it once. Um, that sounds like you. Yeah. Well, they, it's the weird thing about the match time. Like they, um, they almost embrace people. Get they've got like one big table, and yeah. I don't think I've ever been there for like one of these DJ nights where people aren't up on the table. It's like they want people to get up on the table. And they sometimes do. I stray on the table and then think, oh, I don't really like it up here. I'm getting down. They um, do like us to have a bit of fun, don't they? That place. They love it. It's part of their... We've told them about the lock-in, haven't we? The USP, yeah. I love Mesh John. What a place. It's a great place. Yeah. Lovely Um, stuff. But yeah, they they often play that there. And yeah, massive tune. 
Beautiful. And fair play to it, the fact that like 24 years on, it's still getting regular outings in youthful venues. <laughs> <laughs> it's a youthful chin. Yeah. Despite it being about someone who already has a baby and wants another one. <laughs> That's not a very youthful subject matter at all, but still. It's about... It's hanging in there. It's about 38-year-olds. Yeah. Slash 42-year-olds. Yeah. Someone wants another one. Someone's got four. Go away! Keeps crying and shitting. (laughs) Speaking of crying and shitting, uh, paint us a picture, Harry. Were you born with hair? Um, Do you know what? Were you you chubby? Were you thin? Were you I was quite a small baby. Uh, My mum said I... She nicknamed me Mr. Magoo for, uh, I think, two weeks. Really? Apparently I look like Mr. Magoo. I don't know what Mr. Magoo looks like. I don't either, but apparently it's a weird, ugly, bald man. Oh, nice. But that's because I think people used to like squash my face in or something. And then, do you know what? I was apparently a very happy baby. Really? Yeah. Well, you're still a happy baby now, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would never, I would, I would usually just sit in my cot and sleep and then get up, get fed, go back to sleep. Jack would cry. Again, it still sounds <laughs> yeah. not much has changed. I don't cry though. <laughs> Sometimes I get out of bed. Eat, get out of bed. <laughs> Hasn't been different for twenty four years. <laughs> uh, no, but then I was actually I won an award for the most handsome baby in the world. Really? Yeah, seven years in a row. <laughs> what? How were you a baby for seven years? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> Babies and toddlers. <laughs> I mean, it's not true anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was it, really. I bet you're a handsome baby. I was Are you one of those babies that um, you can, like, when you see a baby picture of someone, like mine, I think st- look quite like me. Yeah, like, I kind of. I don't. I've got kind of frowny eyebrows <laughs> since the minute I was born, and like you already <laughs> hate stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So, but then some people you look at it's like that. That could be just anyone. I know this is my problem with babies. Every time someone shows me a picture of their baby, I just think, ah, it's just a standard baby. Yeah, they all look the same to me. Yeah, but then sometimes you see one with like a really expressive face. It's like, I, I like this cool guy. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> they already seem like somebody you, yeah. you want to hang out. With. Yeah, so I want to get a beer with this one. <laughs> Give me a call in seventeen years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I was I was really cool. Yeah. I imagine. I don't think I... I think there was, I went through a stage when I was like a a little skinny, like blonde. I was so blonde. I'm not blonde really anymore. Yeah, me too. I was a uh, white blonde and uh, there was a stage where I didn't look like... You You wouldn't expect I was to grow into this. Mm. This lump of mess. <laughs> um, I used to be this weird little thing that had a different face to what I had <laughs> for like three years of that time. That's when yeah. I was winning the awards. Yeah, so. for seven years. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Um, so yeah, that's the little insight into my childhood. Beautiful. I guess I'll do my other pick now. <laughs> yeah, 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 please do. <laughs> so, um, speaking of heartthrob babies, that is Nirvana with heart-shaped box. Lovely. Yeah. The reason why I picked this is one. I thought that this uh, album was later than '93. But it was two years after Nevermind, which was 91. It was 93. It's there in writing, set yeah. in stone. Uh, the album, of course, is In Utero. And 
it's a classic. Not much of a classic as never mind. I wish my birthday was that year, which I believe is yours. I'm nodding, yeah. listeners. You're lucky sods, you. Now, I've said I'm going to go back and listen to bands that I think I should know more about. And Nirvana, I know a little bit. I've listened to the, the whole of Nevermind. This album certainly isn't one for me that I've been listening to a lot. I think Heart Shaped Box is probably the only one I know. I think I listened to Dumb, which I thought about having for this yeah. because I feel a little dumb sometimes. And I, you know, that works. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said I would listen to these these kind of classic bands and that's why I picked this Nirvana song because they are a classic band yeah I believe this isn't this song about um his girlfriend Courtney Love yeah no idea mate I know the song I've got absolutely no idea what it's about I think there's something famous about this song and Courtney uh but you know we'll never know well you will you won't you probably listeners do know google it we there's, just don't there's because... this thing if you go to the internet on your device of whatever you have if you if you go to google you can ask you can ask anything yeah ask jeeves it's called ask jeeves. <laughs> it's really good <laughs> do you remember the jeeves joke in previous episode yeah. <laughs> um so yeah heart-shaped box nirvana cheered So, Heart Shaped Box from Nirvana. This means, Tim, if I look back at all the other episodes we've done, that it's your turn. Mm. <laughs> I believe it is, yeah. Sorry, you caught me just as I was having a swig of my drink. A swig. Uh, second pick, right? Yes. Lovely. And this is my one with a story attached. Mm. Mm. So, you might remember, uh, maybe a month or two ago, some... Photos of me emerged. Oh my god! Is Online, this Tim Gate. Yes, <laughs> me and Donald Trump being urinated on by Russian prostitutes. Wow. It wasn't that. Um, what it was was um, some old pictures of me and my good friend Dan Price, who you know, uh, on a holiday when we were very young, and people found them absolutely hilarious. I never saw them. You never saw them. Shall no. I show you them now? Yeah. On live on mic. Yeah, please do. Are they on Facebook? No, they haven't made it onto Facebook. But I'm, I really thought you would have seen them because everyone Where would seems I have to have seen them. them. Like I might have sent them to you. Dan might have sent them to you. Jack loved them. He would have sent them to you. None of those people apart from you send me pictures. <laughs> I um, haven't spoken to Dan online for many, many a time. Okay. So okay, you can start there and scroll through. Okay, so. We are looking at a very blurry image of, I'm guessing you on the left. Me, the tall blonde one. The tall blonde one. And when you say tall, I mean you're four foot seven. Dan looks No, I was small. this height then. Fuck off. <laughs> I was this height when I was like... No, you weren't. Look at the size of you. You're tiny. I haven't grown since I was in like year nine. None of you make sense. Your arms look longer than your whole body. <laughs> <laughs> and you look like, you know, as a kid, you don't really know how to hold yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did kind not like, know. Yeah. <laughs> I just 
If you keep scrolling through, I get worse. You're wearing almost like yeah, we've got matching outfits. outfits. <laughs> like you've got the blue stripes, he's got red. That yeah. doesn't look like Dan. Okay, you look like my old friend Lee Mugridge, who this won't mean anything to. What a Mugridge! Again, both wearing the hoodies. Oh yeah, matching outfits trousers, the whole holiday. White trainers. This is ridiculous. Where did you go? Somewhere in England, I can't remember. Where very it was. much Dan Price there with the very eighties sleeves. <laughs> Kind of red and white arrows pointing down. Yep. Uh, Dan getting a signature from... Leon Knight, maybe. Is it Leon Knight? Let's see. Yeah, I think that's How Leon How old Knight. is Leon Knight? He's like 40, maybe. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then you and Dan standing, looking like you're having a piss into a river. Yep. Or the sea or Crossing something. streams. Ridiculous. Dan's face is tiny. His head is actually just tiny. <laughs> That's the one that Jack always says I look like an alien. And, and then something I wish I never saw. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> A horrible photo that someone sent you. <laughs> that was Dan also. <laughs> Things went downhill. I don't want to tell people what that was, but um, yeah, they're the ones. Anyway. You were a little stringy cheese string man. I was. I was so lanky. This is the thing. When I was like a teenager, sorry to turn this, your birthday episode all about it's me. It's fine. It's fine. When but, it comes um, to yours, I'm going to fucking have a field day. The point is that when I went on that holiday. Yeah. How old I, were you there, sorry? I think I was like 14, maybe. 13, 13 14. 14. Yeah. But I felt really grown up. So like I look back at the pictures and it's like a tiny, well not a tiny child, a lanky little child. Do you remember when we thought that was the height of fashion as well? Yeah, yeah. We thought it was so fashionable and like the place we were staying had like an arcade and like a sort of like football pitch thing and we would like stroll around and we'd be like looking at girls and thinking like we were cool. Not cool. Not cool no. at all. And not like tiny little children. Yeah. But like... In I my... thought jeans were my the worst thing in the world back then as well. Yeah. Now they're wonderful. Yeah. But in my head then, I was so grown up and so mature. And the point to bring it back to the podcast is that on that holiday, um, before we went, Dan made like a CD to listen to in the car with his mum and his dad and burnt it. And it was like our thing as we drove around, all these like different like day out type things yeah. in our matching not quite matching like sort of the opposite of matching but also matching if that makes matching, sense matching but we've slightly different variations Basically, yeah like colors. the exact same hoodie but one's red and one's blue <laughs> yeah like we're members of steps <laughs> s club six yeah. or seven or s club two that's s club we juniors is it yeah. s club juniors yeah yeah um so yeah and one of the songs that was on that cd is a 1993 release and I was so pleased to see it when I was looking through songs from this year um, I feel like we knew it from the Ali G movie but also we just loved it in its own right musically and I remember sort of just jiving in the back seat of his dad's car listening to this song which was probably given our age maybe a little bit inappropriate it's not The Jungle Is Massive song, no, right? no, no it's not Wicked Wicked Jungle Is Massive I think that's a bit old sorry a bit newer yeah. But you will, again, this is another one that I've picked that I feel like you will know. That film takes me back to going to a friend's house, and it was like the first time I'd ever seen a movie that I shouldn't. Yeah. If you know what I mean? And we watched it all the way through, and there's, I remember this bit when, like, this secretary or something, like, starts 
like hitting on Ali G and or he gives her a phone and said tells her to set her on vibrate or something. Finish and yourself I, off. I never knew what like sex was, I swear, and I was just like I think I like her and I don't know why. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And that film I remember being at my mate's house and when I went home it was like, Yeah, Mum, I watched this film called Ali G she was like, No why? She yeah. was really angry at me and yeah. I didn't know why. Well you it's not your fault. No, it's fucking Craig's Yeah. But yeah, it is and I suppose like at that age you know, now we're basically the same age. Yeah. Or at least that's what I tell myself. Because um, I want to be young. What are you, 25? Yeah. So, at the moment... We're basically the same age. We're basically the same age, mate. Um, but the difference between being like 14 and 12, like, Ali G was probably a little bit inappropriate for us. For you, absolutely inappropriate. Yeah. Like, that's just not okay. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And I I had to go out my way to go, to go to a friend's house to see it. Yeah. But anyway, the song is by Shakademus and Pliers. I only know Shakademus from uh, Jamie T. Yes. There's a song Shakademus. I don't know what it is or I've never heard this Again, person. you're going to know it, so let's put it on. I will. And we'll come back to it. Let's do it. It's just floating like a butterfly, so charming. Baby girl, she recognised the man. In me, number one of the world. There's something in her eyes like a spell getting me hypnotized. Oh Lord, she gave me one smile, two smile, three smile. She got me going wild. Work more than diamonds and pearls. So baby, Tim, to me that sounded as if Peter Andre something you yeah. reggae. Yeah, it is. It you know it is that kind of thing I've got. It's interesting, actually. At least the beginning, anyway. I thought uh, Chakademus and Pliers were um, like a total novelty act, and that was just like a one-off song. But one of the things when I was doing research for this episode I found was um, a list on Wikipedia of everything that had been in the UK top ten during 1993. Yeah. And they had like three or four songs. So, like, I don't know how... I think maybe they were like a credible reggae act. This Not looks... quite as novelty as it seems. No, because this is in an, a, a compilation album called True Reggae. That is what we just played that off, yeah. And I would not have put this in that category. True Reggae. Anywhere near that category. It's True Reggae. I guess it's number one as well. <laughs> we've, got, <laughs> we've got to give it some kind of credit, I guess. But And it's amazing, the list afterwards. I'm just putting my glasses on just so that I can Bob make Marley's sure Bob Marley's number true. three. You've got, <laughs> you've got Chakademus and Pliers, and then you've got Millie Small, Bob Marley, The Maytals... And then, I don't know who the Melodina are, but Jimmy Cliff there. The Haptones, huge. Lorna Bennett, huge. I don't know who Burning Burning Spear? Burning Spear? Burning Spear. But anyway, the point is, someone out there thought it appropriate to start an album which featured the likes of the Maytals, Jimmy Cliff, and Bob Marley with Chakademus and Pliers. So... Yeah, although it looks... Is that remix? It says Bob Marley Sugar Sugar Remix. I mean, let's not get too deep into no. what is on True Reggae, the 2007 It looks like the only songs they could get hold of. <laughs> like, legally or something. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> the point this is, isn't an attack on True Reggae. <laughs> the point is, um, I love that song. It will stick in my mind forever. Um, I think it shows how young I was when I watched that film as well. I don't really remember this. Yeah. Do you remember this scene? 
I don't remember what the scene was. Mm. I don't really remember the film. To be honest, the only thing I really remember was when they were like trying to open a gate, like to break into like a massive house. Yeah, and, and then they like tried this... to jump start from a car, and they did like a yeah, worm with that. their arms. Do you remember when uh, he's up against he's up against a a fence, and a woman comes to clean and yeah. all the things? Oh yeah, because he's on hunger strike for some reason. Yeah, and then he's like, "You can't do pass." Think about Beyonce or something. I can't remember. Weird film. Yeah, go and check it out, guys. Very old, yeah. very good, kind of. Anyway. Good second pick, Tim. Cheers, mate. Which can only mean... Yeah, well done. Uh, that can only mean it's my third. And final. And final. And so I can actually... we can we have, like, before before you... Not quite go, but before you go a little bit... Am I going to die? Can we have, like, some... Another little nugget from the life of Harry? Come on, this is a celebration of you, man. Um, what do you want to know? Something I don't know. Because I... By this stage, I mean... Here's one of my... Okay, here's, here's a thing. It's not fun. Oh. Here's... Do you want to hear one of my biggest regrets as a small child? <laughs> Something I did which makes me feel stupid right now. And I hate myself for it. It makes me seem like a dick. But I was just a child that thought I was, <laughs> I was right or something. One time, I had a birthday. And when you're maybe, what, four, like 13, 14... Mm-hmm. You go to the sports the sports centre and you have a football party. Yeah. Where you all play football for do. an hour or an hour and a half. And then you go upstairs and there's some little rolls, some sausage rolls to be honest, and just, things. Just now that you're mentioning it. I'd love to do that again. Yeah, I might do that for my twenty sixth birthday. <laughs> it was a great time, wasn't it? That'd be so funny as well, and then just have beers afterwards. Yeah. I'm booking Genuinely, out Port Said Sports Centre. That'd be amazing. What an actual trip down memory lane that would be yeah going and sitting in the little lobby and getting <laughs> some like Powerade <laughs> um yeah this this paints me in a bad light but there was a time when my friend Craig I basically invited all the people that I wanted to this party okay and there was a boy called Jay who decided he wanted to come he got me a card he found like lots of pound coins and 50p's and things and put them in the thing gave me a card with like five pounds in it what a lovely right. thing to do but he wasn't invited <laughs> so what did you do and I didn't like him um, so I made him sit down next to the wall in the hall while we all played football I'm shaking my head listeners how disgusting was you that you absolute evil I dictator I thought, as well I know I thought you weren't invited, this isn't fair. In yeah. the end, he did play. Um, and he came and ate with us. It was a lovely time. But I still feel bad yeah. that I even considered letting, making him sit down and not play with us. It's the thing that when you... How horrible is that? Because when you're a kid, like you haven't quite learnt like, social conventions or like what's rational and what's not. Yeah. So you have an instinct to do these things all the time anyway. And then when it's your birthday, it just feels like free reign to be like, I can go mad. Like, yeah. I, I can just go mad today. But what, what was like, I Like, you thinking? sit down. Yeah. You go away. I was like, like here's, the, here's the list of invited people. I don't know you. I've yeah. never met you in my life. Sorry, mate. You weren't, submit, well, no, you weren't submitted on the team sheet. Exactly. How, he can't play. It's a sub, if anything. He was somebody that I, in fact, disliked a little bit. So I thought, hang on a minute. I'm going to sit on my high horse. Yeah. And not let him play. Yeah. And well, to this day, feel a bit bad. Interestingly, though, 
I mean, something I would never have had the balls to do as a child. Yeah. Turn. I mean, even my friend's birthday parties, I was nervous to turn up to. Turn up yeah. someone who he probably knew you didn't really like him. Yeah. What's he doing turning up? Don't know. I mean, it's not mental. You're not invited, mate. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> and like, if someone comes, if I do a little, I'm, I'm helping some people at the pub. And my friend said, can I bring these people? I said, I don't own town. Of course yeah. you can. I've learned, okay? Yeah. Um, but back then I was like, no, my hall, my football. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I saw like a thing on Twitter <laughs> the other, yeah, I saw exactly that on Twitter the other day. It's like, can't. they reminded me, it's so funny that um, like you're playing football in the park with your mates and like someone comes over and says, can I play? And you're like, I don't know, it's not my ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If it's your football, you are king. <laughs> it's very true. You're Alex Ferguson, just like, no. <laughs> you may not play. <laughs> you may not kick my ball. It's true, actually. <laughs> Everybody's done the same thing, only not on their birthdays. So it hasn't been accentuated <laughs> as much. And there's always a time when um, there's somebody you don't really like yeah. whose ball it is. Yeah. And you're all like, we've got to like, let yeah. him play in that because it's his ball. Yeah. It's so funny how how naturally that used to come out of my, out of my mouth. Though. It's not it's not my ball, mate. Don't know. I would let you. I actually would love you to play, but it's not my ball. So you're gonna have to ask the owner, who's it's not his either. His mum and you're gonna have to have to ask his mum and dad. It's not my park. I mean, what, what can I do? Ask the council, mate. I have no free will. Sorry, you're gonna have to go and ask somebody else. <laughs> I can't deal with the pressure of letting somebody play. <laughs> what? But um, the, it is a famous thing of yeah. kids can be cruel, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Because we just don't know what's happening yet. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, <laughs> it's one of the best lines on The Simpsons as well, isn't it? Uh, Homer and Marge are sat in bed and they're talking about something that happened to Lisa. Yeah. And Marge says, kids can be so cruel. And Bart's walking by and says, thanks, ma'am. And then runs into Lisa's bedroom and just starts beating her up. <laughs> <laughs> made a gesture there which wasn't beating her out <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> oh well silly time is over you asked for a story and I gave you what a little prick I was yeah. when I was younger I was actually a very nice kid actually and as we said last week nice the more things bullied. change the more things stay the same he's still a prick for people yeah you can't be on this podcast Tim <laughs> it's not my mic mate what can I do it's not my mic <laughs> I think I've probably done that to someone who loves to come on. Oh, I wish I could, but I've got to get permission from Tim. <laughs> I It's not really my... Yeah, no. Yeah. So, um, times. moving on from when I was very young to... So, I found out this album was 93. Very, very glad, just because I finally can play this song. The song is from... The album Black Sunday, the band Cypress Hill, the song is Hits from the Bomb. Whoa. I. J'adore. I endorse it. I love this song. Yeah. Muchly. It's from the same album as Big Hit. Insane. What's it called? Insane in the Brain, it's called, isn't it? Insane in the Membrane, I believe it's called. Or is it called Insane in the Brain? That's the thing. I know it's Insane in the... No, but I didn't... Insane in the Brain. Oh, it is called Brain. Interesting. As Insane in the Brain. Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Brain. Insane in the Brain. Yeah, we all know that one. Um, 
I guess there isn't much of a story behind this, but, you know, let's be honest. This goes back to when you're 18 years old and wherever you are, it's probably different for everybody. In fact, it definitely is. But I'm at uni. I decide that I'm going to try weed. I'm going to have a weed. I'm going to have a bleed, man. And I called the man, can I have a weed? Yes, you can. That'll be £100. Lovely. £100 for a weed, that sounds about right. For just a toke. Yeah. Just a weed. Just one weed. Just one weed, £100. Stinging now. Um, That's what you got first time. (laughs) Very painful on the throat. Um, And it's that time when you're just like really naive. It's like being older... Like being in the kooks. Or, you know when you're 18 and you feel old? Or you feel like you're an adult? Yeah, that's what I was just saying when I was 14, I felt like I was an Exactly. Adult. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this yeah. because like, cause I can and I want to. And you feel like an adult. And now you look back, you're like, no, you just... like that, That's fine. I haven't got any regrets. Um, enjoyed it, in fact. But I felt like I was being really cool. And like, that was the t- tippity top of being an adult. Yeah. And like putting on Bob Marley and putting on like Cypress Hill and yeah. stuff but I've had a lot of great music around that time yeah. just because I found that listening to stuff in that kind of environment is great my yeah. first real love of Tame Impala came around that time yeah because it's just fun yeah uh, I'm not condoning anything but I think you might be <laughs> it's just really good <laughs> Um, no, but um, I never touched any of it, Mum. Yeah, <laughs> but we're talking, you know, about my birthday, and we've had a little talk about me being young, and now at twenty-four, I really am an adult, and I know everything, and I'm good You're not at everything. Though, are you? No, shush! I am the best now. This is the best I'm going to be. You're not an adult, mate. I never make mistakes. I haven't made a mistake. <laughs> I've never made a mistake since being this age. Which I'm not 24 yet. <laughs> so technically that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Too. I guarantee within the first month of you being 24, Mom, there'll be 10 mistakes. I guarantee you on Sunday night I'm going to do something stupid. Because <laughs> I'm a stupid human. And I'll be there to laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you recorded. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to pick this because it's just a fun song. It's just good. It's just funny. I just think massive. it's funny. It's massive. Yeah. And it's the fun. amount of times you hear... Insane in the brain, and you just get people in the back. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. It's just like a classic. I yeah. love it. Beautiful. But um, I almost had to give a weed story just because it's called Hitch from the Bomb. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's like the only one I've got. So, yeah, Hitch didn't, from the Bomb. Did your mum once tidy up your bedroom and found, found a bomb? Yeah. yeah. And I like to think she thought it was a candle holder. Did you put a candle in it? No, but it, it kind of looked like one. I oh. swear she put it with the candles that's why oh yeah that was the story. not that I've got loads of candles in my room but I've got like two candles and she put it next to them so I thought maybe she thinks it's some kind of candle apparatus absolutely <laughs> <laughs> big orange bubbly weird plastic bong thing um yeah that's another one well done <laughs> um, okay so yeah Cypress Hill hits from the bong
Cypress Hill hits from the barn. Uh, anyway, Tim, final song. Final song is very much in the same uh, ballpark as what you just played. And it is me sticking to my New Year's resolution of listening to more old school hip-hop. Um, I was looking through things that came out in 1993, and I saw that Ice Cube put an album out. And Ice Cube is obviously a big, big name in the hip-hop world, but again, as I mentioned last week, one of those people that I don't really know a huge amount about. I know kind of, ver- not even really Ice Cube songs, like verses he's done on other on other tracks that's kind of the extent of my Ice Cube knowledge but this is a song that I kind of vaguely knew I think I might have talked about it before on a podcast it was in my morning playlist yeah maybe it was Um, but also I'll tell you what it's got a bit of significance today because if there ever was a good day it was the day that Dr. Harold Willy Woo was born. <laughs> yeah. It was a good day. He turned up, and we've never been quite as happy as we were 17, that day 17. since. Beautiful. Five, five. No, five, seventeen, even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Ice Cube. It's called It Was a Good Day. Yeah. And yeah. It's one of the best songs. It's- it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It, we've uh, we've tweeted and Instagrammed it before as well. It's been yeah. in our various kind of little hashtags that we tried to start. <laughs> the ones that do not work. Yeah. Um, and it's just brilliant. So let's play it and then we'll come back from it. Beautiful. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the breakfast with no hog. I got my grub on, but didn't dig out. Finally got a call from a girl I wanna dig out. Hooked it up for later as I hit the door. Thinking, will I live another 24? I gotta go, cause I got me a drop top. And if I hit the switch, I can make the ass. That was Ice Cube with It Was a Good Day, which I've just seen. It's got 75 million plays. Yeah. On Spotify, so that's quite good. It's very good. I like to take um, credit in that. I think. In what way? I think it was on like a hundred thousand, and then I mentioned it yeah. ages ago in the podcast, and then it suddenly shot up. You're a uh, you're childish Gambino at this stage, yeah. just <laughs> propelling things to top of the Spotify charts. That's the greatest song ever, and then boom, boom. I could it now. Boom. Hundred thousand fucking million. So let's wrap this up, Harry. Yeah. I mean, it's been a giddy one, I'm going to say. That's <laughs> been a bit, isn't it? Yeah, we're just so excited. It's your birthday. <laughs> and brilliant news for you listeners, if you've enjoyed this episode. It, you've only got to wait, like, five weeks until we have another birthday episode. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. You've already shown us your pictures. Although, you know how depressed I get on my birthdays. Yeah. Like, it's You're just going to be crying it. for an hour. You right, Tim? Welcome to Tracks, I'm Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to turn that bit down. (laughs) Snort. (laughs) But what are we going to finish up this lovely little episode for lovely little you? Now, Um, we'd suggested, or we'd thought, maybe a little happy birthday song. Yeah. But that's probably the shittiest song in the world, right? I know Stevie Wonder's one's alright. 
No, happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. When it, when anyone sings it, it's, it's whoever sings that with any, like, emphasis or... Have you ever, like, been to... Because, like, my my family, like, everyone knows they're not very good singers. Yeah. So it's kind of like everyone does it, like, a bit low-key. But I've definitely been to birthday parties where you've got, like, an uncle who's like... Happy birthday! Yeah. It's like who's this so guy? <laughs> and then there was the three cheers at yeah. the end. You know when you have a little birthday song and nobody does the cheers for you at the end, you know yeah. you're worthless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hip, little hip. hint there hip, hip. for Saturday, Tim. Hip hip, anyone? Hip hip, hip. Hip hip. We're gonna go out on Dirty Harry from Gorillas because. People who know Harry will know just how dirty he is. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm as clean as you like. Clean as a whistle. Clean up bloody whistle. Lovely. Yeah, and it's a great song. Yeah. I literally just went into Spotify, typed Harry, and saw what came up. I, I would put money on it being the best song with Harry in the name. Yeah, there was actually a Radiohead song with Harry something in it. Uh, I think it was like a cover or something. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. <laughs> I know Harry that's Harry. not Harry, listeners. Yeah, so should we just take this out before it yeah. gets even weirder? I know, this has gone absolutely tits up. We thought that we started this year brilliantly and now look at us. <laughs> I've been Tim. I've been Harry. And we've been Tracks, Brighton Premier Music Podcast, still. And uh, you've been our lovely listeners. Thank you so much for being here, as always. We appreciate it. We love you. And, uh, yeah, just take us out. It's Gorillaz. Dirty Harry. Happy birthday to our very own. Clean as a whistle, Harry. <laughs> Happy Bye. birthday, mate. <laughs> <laughs>